How do you measure the power of a job? For many, it's gauged in dollars and cents. Money needed to pay for everyday expenses, housing, food, education, and insurance. For others, the power of a job goes much further than money. It's about value and worth. It's about confidence, empowerment, and living with a purpose. While Milwaukee and the surrounding counties have been enjoying overall low unemployment rates over the past year, these numbers don't really tell the entire story. There are still barriers to employment that are prohibiting individuals from getting a job. Today we hear from some people who are doing what they can to break down these barriers. They are looking for ways to connect with men and women who are searching for new possibilities, a fresh start. They're looking for ways to help others truly discover the power of a job. From United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County, this is Living Local, a podcast brought to you by HSA Bank. I'm Dan Herda. On today's program, we feature three unique stories, each focusing on partnerships with some passionate people and United Way. Their message is simple. Family sustaining employment is paramount in stabilizing our neighborhoods and creating lasting change in our community. I'm a Milwaukee native and I believe and I was raised, my parents, you know, wrapped through the fabric of raising their children that for too whom much is given, much is expected. And so advocacy and service has been a part of my upbringing and um, I've instilled it into my son as well. Jasmine Johnson certainly knows the importance of giving back to her community. Having worked for many years in government relations and corporate affairs in the greater Chicago area, Jasmine recently returned to Milwaukee and began a new phase of her life with Manpower Group. Through it all, she never stopped giving back to the city she called home. Milwaukee being home, I always wanted to have a presence and maintain that. And while my role took me across the border um, to Illinois, it still was a great way for me to build something um, with vision and something with tremendous impact at home and still have a foot across the border, my hands still um, in something very important to our community. As the Director of Supplier Diversity in North America for Manpower Group, Jasmine is committed to developing relationships with diverse-owned businesses to help them gain access and opportunities with larger organizations. She is also a co-chair for the Diversity Leadership Society, a donor network of United Way. The Diversity Leadership Society is a diverse group of individuals that are working to ensure every family in the counties of Milwaukee, Waukesha, Ozaki, and Washington has the opportunity to flourish, no matter their diversity of gender, age, ethnicity, and geography. The Diversity Leadership Society is more than just a volunteer opportunity for Jasmine. She actually helped establish the network in May of 2015. The president CEO at the time, Mary Lou Young, and Corey Nettles tapped me and said that they would love my help in really building a new opportunity for a new donor network. And it would also get me connected and a little bit more exposure and visibility to other leaders within the community outside of the healthcare industry. And I took the challenge and knew that it was important to not just, uh, I think sometimes the stereotype of 
the individuals that are recipients of the services from the agency partners that the United Way service, people think it looks a little bit different from the donor base. And so because I knew that there was a living, breathing, viable, philanthropic, um, diverse network here in the city, it was important to me to showcase that and be able to build a donor network that reflects diversity of ethnicity, age, socioeconomic, and not just the recipients of the services versus that there was a strong body of individuals who were committed in giving through their dollars of investment, but also their time for volunteering and advocacy as well. Today, the Diversity Leadership Society is one of the fastest growing donor networks at United Way. As a comparison, in January of 2018, there were 351 members of the Diversity Leadership Society. Today, there are over 620 members. For the 2018 annual community campaign, the Diversity Leadership Society raised over $2 million for United Way. In September of 2018, the Diversity Leadership Society announced their signature initiative, Reducing Barriers to Employment and Advancement. Their goal is to reduce unemployment among African Americans in the Milwaukee area by 15% by the year 2025. Reducing barriers to employment in order to have just even access for the possibility of advancement is something that I felt very strongly about and it was easy to wrap my time and you know gifts and talents to rally behind that as well. And so when we look at the opportunity that we have and we set that goal last fall about reducing unemployment among African Americans in this region by 15% by 2025, and why was that selected when you look at the the greatest gap for where that unemployment is and we felt that if we could bridge that gap and tighten it just by that 15 percent it would benefit everyone across the regions and the footprint that the united way covers and so when we looked at that and really how do we get there we felt that it was important to have a multifaceted approach and be at the centerpiece of the initiative. The Diversity Leadership Society set up four pillars to support their initiative. The first is education. They are financially supporting programs that help adults learn to read, earn their GED or other employment credentials, and teach English as a second language. The second aspect was transportation, being able to support programs that help adults recover their driver's license and assist youth in obtaining their driver's license is definitely another way that we felt that we could support. So again, not looking to create anything new, but how can we strengthen those programs that are always already um, lifting um, and being able to add additional resources to those programs to strengthen that and further their work was something that we felt was very important. The third aspect was involvement in the justice system. So being able to look at the advocacy pillar beyond just giving and volunteering within the United Way of which they focus on. We thought that the society um, will advocate for laws that promote expungement of records from public databases for nonviolent offenders. Studies have shown that most employers are reluctant to hire applicants with criminal records and even for nonviolent convictions. And so we felt being able to advocate um, as a diversity leadership society membership body that that was very important, um, not just with the employers that we um, represent across the region, but a lot of us know firsthand the, the plight and the struggles of individuals throughout this community, whether they're 
neighbors on our block, whether they're our cousins, and some of us, maybe even our siblings, you know, got caught up and just made one bad decision, and now they cannot have um, opportunities to grow and sustain livable wages at a workplace where they are treated with dignity. Um, we felt that that was something that we could rally behind and advocate for, and that's why that's the third aspect of our plan. The fourth element of the initiative is diverse talent retention. Wisconsin is the 10th most outbound state in the country, with more than 60% of movers leaving the state for another job. The society wants to understand what they can do to keep talent in our community. Once they are here, how can we you know, really showcase not just the possibility of what the city has to offer, but what it can be by us collectively working together and traveling across the viaduct and doing our part to ensure that we're not contributing to segregation. You know, even some of us that are reflective of diverse communities, you know, we still tend to sometimes keep into our group as well. And really being able to challenge one another, you know, we're we may be contrib contributing to segregation. And how can we look at that as an opportunity to retain diverse talent by being willing to sometimes get out of our comfort zone to um, eliminate some of those uncomfortable aspects. And those are barriers, right, in and of itself. And so having an opportunity to embrace those individuals who are here now, they may have come for a job, but can we embrace them enough and get them involved in organizations such as the United Way so they have that commitment level, but then also focus on um, homegrown talent to be able to um, retain diverse talent as well. And so we strongly believe that by focusing on these specific four areas across the plan that we will be able to elevate um, the opportunity for this goal to be achieved and therefore strengthen the possibility of what this region has to offer for every single person that's residing within it as well. While this signature initiative is important for the community, Jasmine has a personal stake in this as well. It was important to me because, you know, raising an African-American child in um, what continues to be one of the poorest cities in the country, um, and especially, you know, with him being an African-American male and having just some barriers and stereotypes that he's going to have to face just because, it was important to me um, to make for sure that I'm doing my due diligence, not just for him, but being able to um, eradicate any barriers that any other children of color in this community um, and their families, and making for sure that generational wealth is at the forefront, and not just at the forefront, but even achievable and possible, and being able to focus on the areas that the Diversity Leadership Society has taken up can definitely strengthen um, the communities and ensure that there's livable wages. Um, and self-sustaining opportunities, not just for a select few, but for everyone around. To learn more about United Way's Diversity Leadership Society, visit our website at unitedwaygmwc.org forward slash diversity leadership society. Living Local is a podcast brought to you by HSA Bank. HSA Bank, a division of Webster Bank, has specialized in health and retirement savings for over 20 years, leading the way for the entire industry. It's why today millions of people trust them with billions of dollars in combined healthcare savings. Whether you're paying for medical expenses today or saving for a healthy retirement tomorrow, 
Their experience, strength, and support are designed to help you throughout your entire life. Their offering includes health savings accounts, flexible spending accounts, health reimbursement arrangements, commuter benefits, and COBRA. And with tools and educational support, they make it incredibly easy to own your health. With HSA Bank by your side, you'll be able to make better decisions for greater peace of mind. And that's a prescription that's easy to follow. Learn how you can own your health today at hsabank.com. In June of 2018, the Wisconsin Policy Forum, a nonpartisan think tank, released a report. It was called A Fresh Start, Wisconsin's Atypical Expungement Law and Options for Reform. This report suggested that a felony or even a misdemeanor conviction can complicate or even prevent many people from finding a job. United Way's Cherie Douglas explores the issues with Wisconsin's current expungement law and how proposed changes to this law could connect employers to qualified candidates who otherwise wouldn't have had a chance for a first interview. In a study conducted in New York City, a criminal record reduced the likelihood of a callback or job offer by nearly 50%. 28% for applicants without a criminal record versus 15% of applicants with. The negative effect of a criminal record was substantially larger for black applicants. The penalty for having a criminal record suffered by white applicants was approximately half the size of the penalty for black applicants with a criminal record. According to the Pew Charitable Trust, in Wisconsin, an estimated 1.4 million individuals have a criminal record. Here in Milwaukee, black men are incarcerated at the highest rate in the nation. In 2013, according to UW researchers, one in eight were locked up, and by the time the men hit their 30s and 40s, more than half had been to prison. Since a criminal record represents a fundamental hurdle for ex-offenders, Many see expungement as a strategy and policy solution. Expungement, in simple terms, is the sealing of a criminal record if the judge finds that an offender will benefit and society will not be harmed. When a criminal record is expunged, it becomes sealed from public access records, such as Wisconsin Circuit Court access, used by many employers to screen potential employees. Expungement is not the same as amnesty. The offender still must successfully complete their sentence before the record can be sealed. But it does offer a profound benefit, the opportunity for nonviolent offenders to receive a new beginning after they paid their debt to society. My name is Shanielle McLeod. I'm the executive director of Second Chance Staffing Services, and we're most known for our Clean Slate expungement program. Shanielle founded Clean Slate Milwaukee in 2012. Clean Slate specializes in the expungement of criminal records as an effort to remove barriers to employment, housing, and higher education. She is the former state chair of the NAACP Criminal Justice Committee and the current co-chair of the ACLU's Felony Reenfranchisement Committee. I actually play multiple roles in the organization. I started out as the paralegal, helping individuals um, through the expungement process. Um, but I am now the executive director to where it's my job to uh, stabilize the organization, fundraise for the organization, staff for the organization, and uh, point 
uh, work on legislation, you know, as as we are doing now, um, both city and state, and then um, help place individuals um, that are reentering. Chanel became passionate about the expungement process due to her personal situation. In an effort to protect herself in a domestic violence dispute, Chanel was arrested. So in 2005 um, is when the incident occurred. I wasn't arrested to 2006, June 6, 2006, and I wasn't convicted to 2007, uh, September 23rd, 2007, and that's when I became obscenely obsessed with expungement. I learned about expungement in 2007. I got off probation in 2009. The law passed in 2009. I was 25 years old then. Uh, they increased the age to 25 years old, so I felt it was a calling. I have two daughters, single mom, and you know, I, I I became insanely obsessed with expungement because I feel like it would give me my life back. Wisconsin's expungement law contains several features that are uncommon nationally, such as requiring eligibility to be decided at sentencing, 25 and over, and not allowing closed cases or cases resulting in non-conviction to be expunged. Without expungement, these cases stay with individuals their entire life. Without expungement, every sentence is a life sentence. So, for example, if you have a record at 19 years old and you never get it expunged, you're going to have that record at 29, 39, 49, 59, 69 years old, 79 years old. You can have it to the rest of your life. And it doesn't matter if you, you stole a car or you stole a snicker. The point is, you know... If you don't remove that barrier, they will live with it for the rest of their life, and it will cost them a lifetime of opportunities. They will they will probably seclude be secluded to a certain part of the the city, you know, that's low income, because they may not be able to move into different places in the city that not only is checking your record but checking your credit, you know. So you you're locked in. You're locked into a, a underclass. This past March, United Way hosted a community forum discussing Wisconsin's expungement law. Republican Senator Alberta Darling and Representative Evan Goyke, a Democrat, unveiled legislation that provides pathway to employment for individuals through criminal justice reform. This legislation, Assembly Bill 33, Senate Bill 39, the Pathways to Employment Act, makes common sense revision to Wisconsin's expungement law and is an important step in connecting employers with potential employees. Assembly Bill 33 would eliminate the age limitation and would also allow expungement in situations where the criminal defendant had not previously gotten a court order for expungement at sentencing, but applies later to ask a court to have a record expunged once the sentence has been completed. The bill also includes a provision prohibiting employers from asking job seekers for information about expunged convictions, as well as language stating that expunged crimes are not convictions for employment purposes. I asked Chanel how the proposed changes will impact the people she helps through clean slate and second chance staffing. First things first, they're happier. 
The people who have come through our program are already eligible to have their record expunged. It's a larger segment of people that we have to turn away because they're ineligible. So one person that comes to mind is uh, I always like to tell the story of, of a guy named John. We call him Uncle John. One of the funniest men you will ever meet in your life. I'm talking knee-slapping funny. He's hilarious, right? And so um, John is 67, and he's a diabetic, so he goes to uh, dialysis, you know, a couple times a week. And he's actually was getting better. Um, so he was able to come out of the assisted living and go into the nursing home. and Or vice versa, come out the nursing home and go into the assisted living. But guess why he couldn't? He has a 1984 drug charge. And just the news of him not being able to go into the assisted living shot him into a depression, made his diabetes way worse. And, you know, and we're talking about a, a person that won't even jaywalk. You know what I'm saying? This person won't harm a fly. You know, just a very good, you know, a good human nature person that's restricted. So people like him, you know, um, it's not a workforce thing because he's on a verge of retirement. Like I said, he's in, he's disabled anyway. But the point is what it would do for him, you know, um, what it would do for him as a, as, a, as a person and what it would do for him as his, his, his livelihood. You know, it would stabilize him. He just want to live in the assisted living. You know, he... You know, he's in a wheelchair. He got a girlfriend. Like, he want to live. He got friends. Like, he wanted to live. He wants to live. But when you locked out of opportunities all the time, you know, once this passed, it will be a tremendous, I mean, the it's hundreds of thousands of people that will be impacted. Shanyel also feels the way we talk about people who have past records affects the way we think of them as people. Words like criminal, ex-offender, ex-con play a role in how we think about this issue. I would like to see the language change from offender or ex-con. I hate ex-con. I hate being called a criminal. I hate, you know, offender. I, I, I hate those terms. You know, some people say previously is incarcerated. I say if it's done, it's done. If you are interested in getting involved and wondering if there is anything you can do, Chanel suggests contact your state reps and your and the senators and ask them to support this bill and vote yes on it so it can pass and become law. And if you are interested in supporting and helping with Clean Slate Milwaukee and Second Chance Staffing, I would say if anybody is interested in donating their time, talent, or any treasure, you know, making a donation, that would always help. It does two things. It keeps us alive. It keeps our operations going. But it also covers the cost for someone that is low income that cannot afford to have their record expunged. For more information on the Pathways to Employment Act, visit our website at unitedwaygmwc.org forward slash expungement reform. Every morning, somewhere in Milwaukee, a man gets out of bed, puts on his best clothes, and heads out to a job interview. United Way's Katie Kuhn talked with one of these local men about the challenges he faced 
and how learning a simple skill transformed his career journey. The barriers people in our community experience when it comes to finding and keeping a good job are complex. External factors like poverty, trauma, and systemic racism play the largest role, but there are internal barriers too. I was comfortable where I was at and what I was doing. And at, at, at a point, you get tired of doing the same thing, and you want different, and you want better. So I believe that my biggest barrier was myself, as well as not having you know, the proper resources. I first met Antonio Williams at the 2018 Men's Job Seminar, a partnership event between United Way and Manpower Group that brings together resources to help dozens of local men overcome barriers to employment. Antonio attended the seminar in 2017 and came back in 2018 to talk about one small skill he learned that changed his job hunt experiences in a big way. I never knew how to tie a tie. You know, I, when I spoke at the seminar, that's what I spoke about. I spoke about how important a tie is and not being able to tie a tie. I hadn't never even wore dressy dress clothes. Dress clothes to me was like khakis and a polo shirt. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, being, you know, slacks and button up and the nice clickety clunkety shoes. You know what I mean? It was like it was all new to me. Many men learn how to tie a tie from their father. But Antonio, as a young man of color growing up in Milwaukee's inner city, did not have that support system in his life. A lot of people don't have their fathers, you know, a lot of people, I, I, and that's a big issue within, you know, the African-American community where, you know, there's not uh, role models, you know what I mean? There, you don't have male role models. Antonio felt a special connection with Shannon Reed, United Way's Director of Innovative Strategies for Boys and Men of Color. Shannon led the tie demonstration at the men's seminar. They have since kept in touch, and Shannon gives Antonio ongoing advice. Support system is the biggest thing. Uh, us as men and this pride thing we have, it, it stops us from receiving the type of support that we need because we don't want to ask nobody for this or ask nobody for that. You know what I mean? So. When you do accomplish something after you've done it all on your own, that sign that 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 of success, like I did it, it's like the best thing in the world. And it's like, I don't know, owe anybody anything. I did it on my own. In addition to learning how to tie a tie at the seminar, Antonio chose professional attire, like a jacket and shoes, to help him project confidence on job interviews. He soon landed a job in advertising sales for a local radio station which took him out into the community to solicit local businesses. When they talked about the tie, it was important. You know, I didn't think how, of how important it was until it was time for me to put the tie on. The reaction on people's faces when you walked in with the tie on, it was like right away they just take you completely serious. You know what I mean? It's like they know you mean business. So it was like... Wow, I never feel so important, you know what I mean? I, I never, it was like I almost had authority how some people, you know, would look at me when I walked into the place. I'm, 
clean as the board of health with my tie on and it just make you feel like you just got it. Access to reliable transportation and a history of involvement with the criminal justice system are other barriers for local individuals looking for work. In response, United Way and Manpower Group made resources like driver's license recovery and record expungement available to attendees of the men's seminar. I appreciated every every program that you know the men's seminar had. I I, I utilized it to the best of my ability. Um, I'm a licensed driver. I got my record expunged. All of these great things from um, the men's seminar. Today, Antonio has tried a couple of different jobs trying to find his perfect fit. As he continues on the upward trajectory of his career path, he takes a moment to reflect on his journey. Man, if I had some of the opportunities, you know, years ago that, you know, that I've come across within the past few years, my goodness. My goodness, my goodness. Who knows where we'd probably be? We'd probably be doing this radio show for somebody else. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be the one being interviewed. Not that it's a bad thing. This is a great thing because I actually get to speak on my point of view and I get to defend, you know, the people of my age. Uh, you know, I get to speak for the people who don't have a voice, you know, the millennials, and I don't have a problem with that. You know what I mean? I'm all for it. You know, if. The story gets heard long as it get heard. You know what I mean? Because, man, it's it, where I come from is 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 it's rough, man, and it's a lot of people who's headed for dark destruction because they don't have help. You know, they don't have those resources that we talked about. You know what I mean? So, if if I gotta be the voice for that, then I'm fine with that. United Way and Manpower Group's annual men's seminar is a one-stop shop connecting local men with the resources they need to find a good job. Follow United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn for updates on how you can get involved. Just like its 2.7 million customers, HSA Bank, a division of Webster Bank National Association, and its employees come from many unique backgrounds, bringing a wealth of knowledge to the organization. Based in Wisconsin, with offices in Milwaukee and Sheboygan, HSA Bank is committed to promoting a culture of diversity and inclusion, and they value the unique perspectives of each individual. HSA bankers reflect the evolving community around us. They are not afraid to roll up their sleeves and pitch in when it's time to solve problems. But with opportunities such as volunteering and community engagement, they also know how to have fun along the way. From entry level to experienced healthcare and financial services professionals, HSA Bank offers a wealth of career opportunities, giving you the best of both worlds. In any role, you'll not only gain valuable knowledge, but also the opportunity to work with friendly, collaborative team members who genuinely love serving their customers and colleagues. For more information on how to join the growing team, visit careers.hsabank.com. Thanks for listening to this edition of Living Local, produced by United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County, and brought to you by HSA Bank.